Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is. Christ our Lord. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. I'm your host, Pastor Denise, and I welcome you all back to today's show. I thank you for joining us. Today we have an amazing author, Christian author, um, Lucy Irvin. And before we bring her on and interview her about her book, we're going to open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you, O God, for another opportunity to share your word, God. We thank you, O God, for this broadcast. We thank you, O God, for what you're going to say, what you're going to say through us, and that those that are listening would receive something and move in it in your your purpose and destiny that you placed inside of them. Father, we thank you, O God, for what you're doing in your woman of God. We thank you, O God, for the words you will speak through her. And we pray, O God, for those that are in need that are listening to this broadcast, God. I pray, oh, God, for spiritual healing, spiritual, everything that they need in their spirit, man, that it be lifted and be cleansed and be healed, oh, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. So, again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Again, today we have um, an amazing author, Lucy Urban, who's going to share with us um, today on her book, My Cry to God, and we're excited to have Lucy come on and share her journey and also what God has placed in her spirit in the book that she has birthed forth. And so without further ado, we're going to have Lucy begin with introducing who she is. Hello, thank you for having me. I uh, My name is Lucy Irving, and I'm from a little bitty town uh, called Minden, Louisiana. Um, I'm a country girl at heart, and um, I am 38 years old, and I have been through it. I have uh, been a victim of abuse my entire life. And um, which, of course, is a lot about what my book is. But um, I've also buried three of my ch- beautiful children. Um, I've had five miscarriages. I, deal, I dealt with addiction and overdose from the deaths of my children. I mental health, cervical cancer, cell surgeries twice. And most of that happened by the time I was 19. So as a person, um, I'm blunt honest, truthful, and, you know, God is all about truth and love, and I am just the kind of person that doesn't have a hard time telling what has happened to me in my life and what God has gotten me through. Um, All that is a whole lot to put in one book, I know, but me as a person, I just, I struggled with my faith, but I never lost it, and eventually um, I open myself back up, I let God heal me, and now I use my story and the things that God has placed in my life and on my heart to, uh, basically, I just live to help other people through their trauma 
and I tell others, you know, you got to choose happiness after trauma, and that's that's just a little bit about me. Amen, amen. Um, so I'm excited. I'm ready to hear <laughs> about my cry to God. So tell us, um, first of all, I know you said a little bit about it, but tell us your main theme of um, your book that you wrote. Uh, well, you know, that's a hard question to answer because a lot of people take um, a lot of it is the domestic violence because due to domestic violence is why my first two children passed away. It's 100% the reason my first child passed away. Um, and so a lot of it, I, I do focus on domestic violence. And I say that because the child abuse was from siblings. And I was taught that love hurts. I didn't know any better. So the main theme, I would say, is the abuse that, you know, I thought that it was okay. I was I was going to church every Sunday and thinking it was okay for people to beat me with clothes hangers and, and extension cords and things like that. And so when I moved on and, and got married, I uh, quickly, you know, was again, in a domestic violence relationship. So mostly the, the theme is over that because everything I've been through surrounds domestic violence, from the death of my children, the miscarriages, the, you know, the addiction, the everything that I've been through. So I would say domestic violence is the main thing. Wow, wow, wow. So trying to understand, so you – when you were a kid, you experienced or lived through it, through domestic violence, and as a result, you went into that type of relationship. Exactly. Um, what I teach, um, I'm not a preacher, but I do teach that, you know, uh, if you were taught that love hurts, you don't know any better. And, it, you know, it, it, when you're young, when you're really young, because I also had a boyfriend um, my first boyfriend abused me also. I don't talk too much about him because it was kind of a quick thing. But by the time I was 17, you know, I had uh, met my abusive ex-husband. And, yes, I mean, when you're taught a certain way of thinking, it doesn't matter the situation. You are 90% sure if you are abused as a child in any way, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, it, it doesn't matter. You're 90%, you know, going to fall into adult uh, abusive relationships. So, yes. <laughs> Amen. I, I, and I, yeah, that is absolutely true. I agree with that. Um, I, coming from growing up in abuse myself uh, and mm -hmm. just happen, like you said, you choose, you have to choose it because sometimes that same spirit or that same type of person follows you and mm -hmm. um, throughout your life. And you, like you said, you think it's okay. You, because what that's right. seen growing up and you, the people remain in that situation. And so I totally agree with um, yes. what you're saying. So I hate that you had to walk through that, but we know that God takes um, all of that and turns it for our good, and we see that exactly. in what you wrote. 
Um, so the exactly. second question I have for you is um, your mission. So what what is your mission for your book? Or as a as a minister, I'm gonna say minister because you minister it to me already. So um, so <laughs> what is your mission for your book and your mission as um, just spreading the gospel of healing? And, and being able to know that Christ can heal us and um, the healing process that you went through? Well, I started off, um, all of a sudden, it just kind of all come about in a huge way. Um, just to kind of give you a little idea, I do have a living son and an amazing husband who has never abused me in any kind of way. Those two things, you know, after everything I've been through, that is what I begged God for. I, uh, one day I went to my, ch- my first two children's grave, and I hit my knees, and I begged God for more. This is after the overdose. This is after, you know, the death of my children and the abuse. And <laughs> I, uh, I finally opened myself up. And like I said, I've always been what I consider a Christian, but I wasn't walking with God. And I wasn't living how God would want me to live because of the pain I was in, honestly. But my mission, all of a sudden, I had had these wonderful women that I I collaborate with uh, through domestic violence that said, Lucy, you, you say, you know, you're choosing happiness after trauma. And I was like, you know, that's my hashtag. So everything I do revolves around, revolves around that, that hashtag, choosing happiness after trauma. But my mission is to show other women and some men that no matter what happens in your life, you can get through it. And with God, God can give you the strength, as hard as it may be, as long as it may take. I might have to, and you might have to pray the same prayer every day for a month, but if you stay faithful, God is going to give you that happiness you long for. And my mission is truly just to reach out to other people because there I have come across some men also, but a lot mostly women, as we all know, and reach out and let them know that, look, this is what happened to me, but I, I do have happiness now. God answers prayers, miracles are real, and I have that happiness. Now, I don't promise anybody that every day, all day, I'm happy-go-lucky and it's all rainbows because this is life and we're human, but you can have happiness, and that's that's my mission. I I am determined, and every woman that I come across, every story I come across, it also their stories help me. So together, I truly believe that we can help God change the world with our stories, and that is my mission, to uplift, empower, and encourage other people. Amen, amen, because the Word says we are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, so that is absolutely true. Um, And so, Lucy, here's that question God has for you. Um, okay. For the audience, um, the question is, and I love your your catchphrase, choosing happiness after trauma. Can you explain mm-hmm. that a little bit more? If someone was, if you were explaining that to someone, and they asked yes, you, ma'am. what do you mean by choosing happiness after trauma? After all I've been through, what do you mean by me choosing happiness? So, can you explain that to the audience? Yes. Um, for example, I am. Uh, I have bipolar disorder. 
I have severe anxiety, PTSD, and depression. Um, I have been diagnosed with all that, but God gave me the ability to find the perfect doctors, the perfect, um, you know, I am on medication. I, you know, I do accept what God has placed in my life because, one, he didn't put me on earth with all those things. The world and Satan and everything that has been placed upon me in life made me that way. But I had to decide, for example, just one example, I have to choose to get out of bed every morning and live life, take care of my family, do what I'm doing, which I'm passionate about. I have to choose to accept what God has placed in my life. I have to choose to open my eyes because God speaks to us. He talks to us all the time. I mean, and a lot of people, you know, just kind of brush it off. And once upon a time, I did too. But I have to choose to accept everything that God has placed in my life. And I have to choose to move on and be happy. Because honestly, it is a choice, but God gives us that choice. He gives us that strength. And I choose to move on, you know, every single day. I have to work hard. Um, February 19th, for example, was my daughter's would-be 20th birthday. And God made a way for me to appear on a Christian TV show in Houston. And I did not have the finances to make that happen on her death anniversary. And I had to, I realized God placed that ability and financial ability to go do this to spread my story even more. I had to choose to walk out in faith and, and, you know, let him make a way. And he did. Literally, I choose to get up every morning and be happy. Even though there are bad times, there are bad days, nothing's perfect. We are human and this is earth. And Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And He's going to try to attack us in all kinds of ways, especially when we're working for God. But I choose, and you can too. We can all choose happiness, even though we may have to struggle for a little bit with it. Eventually, we will be able to choose that happiness and live a productive, productive life. Amen, amen, amen. So, um I know you talked about your domestic violence being the theme of your book. Can you tell us um, and tell the audience, what was the most difficult part to write in your book? What was the most difficult part? That is a very hard question (laughs) Um, because, like I said, now the death of my daughter, of course it's all detailed in the book um, because he beat me into labor. And then, of course, my son died a year later. But I'm going to answer that question with, and I will, if you ask me this tomorrow, I would probably have a different answer. But tonight, the most difficult part was when my youngest son, Ryan, passed away. Because he, I got pregnant when I wasn't supposed to ever get pregnant again after my living son was born. My, he's 14 now, my living son. I got pregnant and miscarried, and the doctors called me the next morning and told me that 
there was a mistake. I miscarried one baby and was pregnant with the twin. And long story short, I accidentally went into labor early in my bathroom, and I accidentally delivered him alone at home before I could get to the hospital, and he was stillborn, um, which almost killed me and which my son witnessed and my husband witnessed. And that entire situation, uh, it almost took my life. So today, my answer is writing about my youngest son's death because his death is when it triggered the PTSD, the post-traumatic stress disorder, and the bipolar disorder. My mind, you know, I kind of lost my mind for a minute, and I said, no. No, God is going to get me through this. Um, and it was rough. It took me a year to get get back to who I was, uh, you know, before that. But that is that's my answer to your question. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. And we just listening, yeah. I know it's difficult to even talk about, but I know there's somebody listening that yes. may be going through something similar and they now they can hear your hope and how you found that hope um, in right. Christ and how God got, got you through what you were experiencing. So um, yes. that's amazing just to hear that, you know, you're still standing yeah, because by his grace. That, Yes, because during that moment, my husband, my husband now, he had never dealt with death like that. He had never, he he married me knowing that we would never have children. He We were friends when my first two children passed away. And, you know, so I was having to deal with a husband, a godly man. Now, he had been baptized. We were, you know, well on our journey of living for God. But when our son died, our youngest son died, he didn't know what to do or how to react. And that is all in the book also. For men that don't know how to deal with this kind of situation, he he was very happy for me to write that part for him in, in my book because it was really hard, and I really – for about six months after our son's death, I really thought that our marriage would not make it. But I will never forget the day that God placed it on me and reminded me of the love that he had given me with this man, you know, with this wonderful husband. And so there's so much more to it. And I, I do hope that somebody uh, can benefit from that part of the story. Amen, amen. And I have another question for you as I'm listening to you. Um, mm -hmm. I have to ask you this question. Have you thought about or are you um, planning to do more workshops specifically um, dealing with how to heal after, you know, you've carried an actual child and the child passes away or, you know, as a child gets a little bit older and they pass away, have you considered maybe doing some workshops with women, You even using your book, you know, um, just to kind of help them walk through that healing process? Yes, I do. I I have so much. Um, since my book uh, hit the Amazon bestseller list, it really has, as far as interviews, and I finally started uh, – 
um, a podcast of my own. I'm only like four or five episodes in. It's brand new. Um, But I do have a goal. And, I mean, it's... (laughs) There's so many different things I want to do, but God is leading me, and I know that it's fixing to happen, but I have something called Angel's House. Where I live in Louisiana, there's not any kind of program for women that have lost children. There's not a homeless shelter. There's not a domestic violence shelter. There's nothing, literally nothing to help people through these kind of things, these kind of situations at all in any way. Um, Even the churches or they they don't know where to go with this kind of story, which they are picking up on me now. Um, it's my little, you know, it's a little bitty town, but I do have a lot planned. I'm hoping that soon I can uh, have the ability. I, I, I pray that God is going to, he gave me this dream, and I really think that at some point soon I'm going to be able to open Angel's House, and it's going to, cater to counseling for women like that and counseling for domestic violence situations. I mean, all that I've been through from addiction, you know, uh, all of it, mental health, I'm I'm planning on doing that. And I am working on coming up with some other things. I, I know that I'm meant to do this, and I believe it will come about very soon. Amen. And are you having to... Um share like on Facebook, you know, like any little inspirational quotes or anything like that? Are you doing any of that as well? Yes, ma'am. All I do is that every night I um, I talk with and I want people to know I am available. Uh, you, I have people tell me their stories that they don't want to share, you know, publicly, which is, you know, and, and sometimes I have people have me tell their stories. Um, I do a lot of videos, inspirational quotes. Um, most of the quotes are all my own. Um, and then, of course, scripture. Um, I do a lot on Facebook, and I've moved on to, of course, Instagram and uh uh, Twitter and and I have a YouTube channel and now I've started the podcast so I I do a lot just to uplift and encourage people and at first I was thinking my videos weren't touching enough people but recently just in the last month or two I have discovered that um, more people are following than than I thought so a lot of people are you know getting something out of what I have to say. And I know that is God just reaching out and and talking to and and touching these people. Amen, amen. Now, my other question for you is: Are there are you working on another book project? Yes, ma'am. I um, I'm in the middle of my next book. Um, I'm writing it as a Christian fiction, but it does have a lot of true inspiration, but you know, my cry to God is the true story about my life. Um, and so my next book um, does involve some other things that involve other people. But like I said, that's why I'm making it a, I'm writing it as a Christian fiction. Um, but I've already started, I'm, I've already got my third book in my mind. So I've been a writer my whole life. Um, I've always wrote poems and songs and, and things like that. And uh, teachers growing up would tell me that I, I was able to put feelings into words when most people can't. So, 
yes, I am working on my next book, and it it'll be coming. It'll be finished very soon. It won't be long. <laughs> amen, amen. And um, another question I have for you is, what has been, if you can think of it, um, your favorite scripture as you walk through your experiences? What has been that scripture that has been at the forefront of your mind? John three sixteen. Always, it will always be my favorite scripture. Scripture because I put that scripture on my youngest son, my my, my youngest one I just told you about on his grave, and um, you know God so loved the world, you know He gave His only begotten Son, and my it tells me that my children are truly waiting on me, happy, healthy. Even my miscarriages, you know, all my children, you know, it tells me and confirms to me that when I get to heaven, I'm going to be with my deceased children again. And it uplifts me every time I read it. I don't know why. Every time I think of it or, you know, and of course, it's in my book. Uh, My book is full of scripture for anyone that is, you know, wanting to know that. Every chapter has scripture in it. So, um yeah, John three sixteen always. Amen. And last question is, who has been that inspiration? If you can think of one person, who has been that inspiration for you along this journey? My son, my living son. Um, his name's Dale. Well, I mean that's what we call him. Um, he's fourteen, and I know that's kind of weird to say for some people, but. I look at his face because also I almost didn't have him. Um, I was flat on my back for eight months, literally. They did a cerclage, you know, and and for people that don't know what that is, they sew up your cervix. Um, And I was flat on my back, and I almost lost him about, oh, about five times, um, going into labor, having to stop my labor, and I had home health nurse every single day, and I was in the hospital three to four times a week. (laughs) So I had the hardest pregnancy on earth, but I would do it again in a second. And when I looked at his face, it's heaven on earth to me. And, yes, all mothers, you know, all children are miracles. They are. They are truly miracles. But when I look at my living son after everything that I've been through and all the children that I've buried, um, you know, I have to go to a graveyard to celebrate, you know, their their birthdays, um, Mother's Day, stuff like that. But when I look at my child and God truly, you know, he said he's going to give you ten times back whatever you've lost. And my son is, you know, the, the, the smart kid, the... Uh, old soul, the, um, I mean, my son, when he was eight years old, he looked at me and said, Mama, you've been uh, crying out to God your whole life. You need to uh, title your next book, My Cry to God. That's the kind of child I have. So when I look at him, he's my inspiration to keep going, to keep growing. And he literally is a miracle right in front of my face, and I see God. I see Jesus in his face every single day because he is here with me, and he's the only one that made it, so that is my inspiration. Amen, 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 and you have truly inspired us today 
Um, and um, the last thing that I want to ask is that you share how people can connect with you, how they can reach out to you through email, or however that you want them to connect with you, and also how to purchase your book. Okay. Well, right now my book is on, of course, Amazon.com, but it is in the process of becoming available everywhere books are sold, including Walmart.com, Barnes & Noble, you know, anywhere books are sold, um, like like I said, but you can get it on Amazon right now. Um, you can also, I tell people all the time, if you can't afford to, to buy it, go to the library and they'll order it for you. My my goal is for you to read the story and grow from the story. Um, you know, uh, yes, of course, we're all trying to get our books out there, but the library can order it for you if you just can't. Um, also, um, Lucy Irving, 97 at yahoo.com. I am welcome. Uh, I welcome all emails. Um, Lucy Irving, author on Facebook. Of course, I have my private page, um, but it's maxed out. And um, Lucy Irving, author on Instagram, Twitter, um, and uh, oh, uh, my podcast is on Podbean.com, Choosing Happiness After Trauma, and then YouTube, Choosing Happiness After Trauma with Lucy Irving. So there's a lot of ways to connect with me, and I welcome all messages, anybody that just needs an uplift. You know, that's that's what I'm here for. That's my goal. Oh, man, thank you for sharing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm going to pray us out. Father, okay. we thank you, O oh God, for this time. We thank you, O oh God, for what you have said, what you've spoken through your woman of God. We pray, O oh God, for Lucy and her family, God, and we pray for her son. We pray, O oh God, that you will continue to keep him and keep her in your perfect peace, O oh God. As she keeps her mind stayed on you, O oh God, I pray, O oh God, for those that are listening, those that have experienced trauma, and we pray, O oh God, that they will reach out, that they would even reach towards you, and that they would trust you with everything, O oh God. And I pray, O oh God, that you would just continue to bless Lucy and um, move mightily in her life so that she can continue to change the lives, that you use her um, to glorify you, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for everything that you have spoken on this broadcast. We thank you for what you're doing and what you're about to do and what you're yet to do. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank amen. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And those that are listening, thank you for tuning in to Open Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Have a phenomenal week and continue to find your hope in Christ. And your true identity is found in him. As you seek him, you will find him. As you search for him with all of your heart, have a phenomenal week.